All right, and welcome back to the Christmas edition of the Metal Oasis podcast with me, your host, Adam, and my pointy-eared little curmudgeon angry elf, Orion. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Dude, I'm feeling the holiday spirit, especially this evening, so none of your insults are going to damper my mood, my friend. That's fine. I think I have the Christmas spirits flowing through me as well. Good. Good. Got myself a little Shinerbach holiday cheer from the great state of Texas. Got peaches and pecans, and I hate peaches, so this is going to work out terribly. That's just such an odd peaches and pecan. Other than them starting with the same letter, I don't. Is that a combination? Is that something people do? Well, it's like a it's like a pecan brown ale with peach flavor. Like as I'm drinking more, it's getting it's not getting it's getting better. I thought you were going to say it's not getting better. <laughs> so you just go get something else. Like, cool. Now I got some wine to back it up, though. So, Oh, this place is from here. Okay. I have a, si- a Coyote Hole Santa's Cookies ginger cookie cider. And it's uh, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Good. Good, good, good. Well, I am so fucking pumped for this evening's episode after strangling you and twisting your arm into doing a holiday Christmas album. You're like, well, what do we do? Like, there's really not much like metal Christmas we can do. And then somehow this came onto my radar, a Christmas carol by the Swedish power metal, not giants, but folks, uh, Majestica. And it's been on repeat for like three weeks now. So I'm pumped to do this. Um, I hope you are too. If not, I don't care. So before we move on, let us go into our first segment. The strongly worded email from one Anthony. He says, Orion... We'll both be hanging out on the concourse, pounding beers while that tragedy of a cover band does whatever it is they do. <laughs> I get referring to Five Finger Death Punch during the Metallica show. Uh, maybe we should be drinking uh, more of it. Uh, pound a beer for every song they play that isn't theirs. I have a feeling we'll be pretty thick in the sauce after their set. Um, you said every song we, that isn't there? If isn't theirs? Yeah. They have, in that like, case, I'll get to have sun. like... They'll play like two... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, will, I won't be listening, so I wouldn't know. I think they have House of the Rising Sun and Bad Company, the only two covers that I know of that they do. But um, yeah, anyway, he says, Here we go again with Adam on repeat songs. Sorry to whoever lives, rides, or works with him for the next eight months. Fucking Volbeat. Fuck that means. Uh, thank you, Adam, for being the buddy to hold me up while I cry. But Adam in a Perry dress and a bonnet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly forgot how much I enjoyed. Uh, the Ham of a Broken Man. It's been a while since I've listened to it, so thank you, fellas, for reviewing this bad boy. Um, anyways, you gents have a great evening. Until next time, the cap, Captain Dickbag, Anthony. Um, but what really just brings a little bit of Christmas joy is we have an email titled, The Lord Returneth. Oh, good. We have a special email from our buddy, the Lord of Sweden, old Robert, 
says, hi guys. Uh, first of all, thanks for all the kind words you have spoken over several episodes. Feels kind of weird to be called a lord, but it is a title I'll gladly take. These Good. last bunch of episodes have been great. I especially enjoyed the Nightwish one, showing that not all nostalgia media are as good as you remembered it to be. I had the same feeling a couple weeks ago when I helped my mother move and found a bunch of old CDs that were mine. Some were really a nice throwback experience, like the de- uh, self-titled debut from Gorillaz. Oh, well, nice. That was made me question my life choices. Remember Tokyo Hotel? Wish I didn't. <laughs> Wish I do remember that. God. <laughs> uh, now for some recommendations. And since Christmas is upon us, I wanted to give you some songs so you don't have to listen to Mariah Carey for the 5,000th time. The band is called Psycho Stick, a comedy metal band that made a Christmas EP back in 2007 called The Flesh-Eating Roller Skate Holiday Joyride. It contains oh five God. original songs and one brutal cover with the original material talking about how Santa is an asshole and how Rudolph will get his revenge for being made fun of. They also have some other holiday-themed covers of Dragula, BYOB, and a Romstein version of O. I wonder if Santa these are Bomb. the guys... Oh, sorry, keep going. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun band to watch and listen to. They also stream free live shows from time to time. So check them out. Uh, I wish I had... Uh, says, well, I better end it before it becomes a best-selling novel. Thanks for the entertainment. Merry Christmas and keep on rocking. Uh, P.S. Might as well give my thoughts on the new Metallica track as well. It is a good, speedy tune that serves as a nice appetizer for the upcoming album. Just hope 72 seasons will not be as uneven as Hardwired. Mm. So, thank you, Robert. That is an awesome, that is an excellent, you know, Christmas present to me and Orion to hear from you again, buddy. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah. I actually have heard Psycho Stick. My coworker sent me something uh, for, uh, what was it? Uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. One, yeah. I can. What comes after one, two? What comes after That's two? That's right. Three. That's right. Yeah. We talked about that before. And it's funny. This is actually a track that I was going to recommend us to chat about during the holidays. Is I'm not sure. I know you don't really listen to System of a Down very much, but you know, do you know the song BYOB? Like the really fast, crazy. Bring your song. own bombs. Yes. Yeah. So they have a cover called Noel, and it is hilarious. It was actually we had random Christmas metal playing on the way to Bobby and Brandy's. Uh, last week, two weeks ago, and yeah. I had the uh, August Burns Red Christmas song playing, and then this was the next song that came up, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" So, yes, very much, definitely agree with the Psycho Stick recommendation. There's some fantastic stuff there, but so good to hear from you. Yes, the flesh eating roller skate holiday joyride. That sounds very erotic. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a little spicy now. Well. Let us move on to the episode at hand, A Christmas Carol by Majestica, the metal cover of the 19, excuse me, the 1843 Charles Dickens novel, A Christmas Carol. So tell us a little about about this novella, Ryan. Would you like me to tell uh, the tale of A Christmas Carol? Uh, you know, in... I'll do the whole the, thing. Just uh, the Cliff episode. Notes version. So. so, The Christmas Carol is a novella by Charles Dickens. Again, first published in 1843. And it tells the tale of a an old angry miser by the name of Ebenezer Scrooge, who is visited by the ghost of a former business partner, Jacob Marley, and then the spirits of Christmas past, present, and future. And as a result of his encounters with these specters, his life is transformed and he, he comes back to reality or or comes out of his dream or 
alternate universe, whatever you view it as, and re- reevaluates the meaning of Christmas and transforms from an angry miser to a kind-hearted um, elderly man of the of the town. So, I mean, it's a it's a beautiful story that has been redone in countless mediums. The best, of course, being the Muppet Christmas Carol, by far the greatest Christmas movie ever made. But yes, in this instance, this is done in musical format. So I feel like that's a pretty succinct representation. Well, don't even, don't even get me started. Don't even, don't combat Muppet no, Christmas no, no. Carol. I was, I was just going to offer an uh, like a second best to the Muppets. I really liked the one with Jim Carrey. So you know what's funny? Not to go on a whole side story. I had never seen that before until <clears throat> I met my wife. And then she was like, have you seen Christmas Carol? And I was like, Muppet Christmas Carol, the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> and then she you know, told me there was one with Jim Carrey. I had actually never seen it until a few years ago. And you know what? It is very good and very enjoyable. I don't know why it has has kind of negative feedback. I thought Jim Carrey was fantastic as Scrooge, personally. And I think the movie's fun. Yeah, so, because I, I like the Polar Express. I like that. I also do, too. That, that art style or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, so I'd actually never seen A Christmas Carol until like a couple weeks ago. Was that the I first a, a version of A Christmas Carol you've ever seen? No, no, no. Like I, the Jim Carrey thing. Oh, okay. I, I hadn't seen this movie until like a couple weeks ago. It was just plain because uh, Sierra had Disney just running in the background. And I just said, it's, it's pretty good. And I caught like the last like two thirds of it. It's like okay, I mean, I, I, and I thought Jim Carrey again. He I, he sounded good. He sounded good and did a good portrayal of Scrooge. But yeah, but so you know, it, it is a timeless. You know, it's a timeless story. Everyone knows about you know the ghost of Christmas past. Like it, you always hear about the ghost of Christmas past or you know future or whatever. Um, so you know, a couple, I guess what two months ago when we were trying to think about. You know, planning for you know a Christmas episode because I really want to do something like that, something fun. But how can we keep it metal? You know, for something that we can both enjoy, and just going round and round and round, and then you know, trying to find different playlists and find songs and albums. Like, what can we do? And then this just magically plops into my lap, and I was like, oh, what did a just wonderful little Christmas early present? Have you? So, question for you, and I want to give a big shout out to. My good buddy Garrett, who who um, curated a pretty fantastic Christmas playlist, which we'll share share out. And uh, there was a couple of songs from Majestica on that playlist. Had you heard Majestica or any of the songs from this album before that playlist got shared with you? No, it was not. That is how I found about it. Okay, found out about it. Was found about this was because of that playlist. Okay, so big shout out to was... Garrett for that playlist. And it sparked a conversation between Adam and I where he just kept texting me about how fucking good this album is. And I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, you know, we could look at a few different things. Then we talked some more about it and his persistence won out in the end. And I can't really fault him because this album is back to front bangers, which we'll talk about momentarily. But yeah, that's kind of how we ended up deciding to land on this album in particular. Well, yeah, so Majestica, so I have known about this band for probably a, about a decade now. Um, when I was, you know, traveling on the road for the fraternity, you know, I had come across just, you know, it's it's always like these weird, you know, titles, um, band titles and song titles. You know, if, if, something, if it's something unique and just kind of off the wall, a little bizarre, I'm like, let me just see what it, if it's like. Some, you know, a lot of times it's trash. 
other times it leads to something good, like Power Wolf, We Drink Your Blood. Cool titles. Let me just see what it is. You know, I think it was a Monomarth, um, Twilight of the Thunder God. That's how I got into a Monomarth. Um, Bury Tomorrow, Man on Fire. I'm like, okay. So that's how I get into the kind of stuff like that. And there was a, a music video by a band called, I'm probably going to say it wrong, but like I think it's Rain Zed. And it was We Must Go Faster. And like the little th- clip about was like, you know, about the Titanic. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I just clicked it and just over the top, you know, blistering solos. Um, the band's fronted by Tommy Johansson. And he's just like, it kind of reminds me like Meatloaf, you know, huskier fella. Uh, but has just a powerful, powerful voice, really good on guitar. And so I've been following him for you know, a decade now. And then, you know, the, some of this is a little hit or miss. You know, it's just straightforward power metal. Like, you really, you know what you're getting when you want to listen to Rain Z, right? But then they just, like, they changed their name to Majestica in 2019 when they joined with Nuclear Blast. And they released their first, you know, debut album, I guess, so to say, Above the Sky. And what a killer song. I think it was Above the... I think it's Above the Sky. Yeah, Above the Sky. You know, it's six minutes long, and it's just a constant barrage of just guitar and bass and solos and bass and solos just in your fucking face. And I was like, this is awesome, and I really enjoyed that album. And so... Somehow, this Christmas Carol just slipped under the radar for me, um, and then here comes here comes back. You know, it's like oh, perfect. And I mean, I've been you know now that Tommy's the lead guitarist in Sabaton, I'm definitely you know surprised that somehow I missed this, but I love Sabaton and he does great stuff in the band there with um, composition and musicianship and helping write killer Sabaton songs. So overall, I mean, this is. Definitely, if you like power metal, this is a band to follow. You know, he just has a perfect soulful voice and just is a whiz on the guitar. I mean, it's like if Ingve and Meatloaf had a kid, he's got Tommy <laughs> Johansson. So, have you seen Ingve in person before? In person, no. I've had the pleasure of seeing Ingve in concert a couple of times, and both times were equally ridiculous. I believe it. Uh, a lot. I think the only, I think really the only connection I've got to Ingve is, um, was it Odyssey from Ingve's Rising Force? I think it's like their third album. Mm. I listened to that for a bit, but that was pretty much the extent of my Ingve connection. What about you, buddy? Other than Garrett's playlist and my constant harassment, any familiarity with? Honestly, Jessica no. Surprisingly, I, not at all. You know, I think that my scope of power metal is fairly limited, even though I was pretty into power metal in high school, especially with, you know, like Blind Guardian, Symphony X, stuff like that, Camelot. I, I've i probably heard of these guys before, and in all likelihood, I've probably heard them before, but not really any strong familiarity with this which is honestly fun i actually really enjoy it when we explore stuff that i have very little awareness of so this is again kind of more like when we did him of a broken man this is more reaction for me than anything else yeah that's also reaction for me uh i'm just like the rocking boner i'm gonna have the whole time so 
That's no different than any other time we record, except for this time your pants are still on, which is good. Yes, that's true. So, yeah, let's just jump into it, man. So before we go into the actual album, track by track, album cover, like we always do, uh, except that one time for Death Clock, but pretty, I mean, artistically, pretty cool. I mean, it's got, you know, a very cartoon, not cartoonish, but just a nice drawing of, you know, Scrooge in like a... You know, misty woods with fog around his feet. Um, and then he's got what appears to be, I guess, the ghost of Marley. You know, this, you know, um, specter high up in the uh, clouds coming after him. And it's got like a like a red Christmas seal on the upper right corner. And then the bottom, it says, you know, a Christmas carol with a, like a, a ribbon maxim. And at the top, it just says Majesco with their Majestica logo. So, I mean, any thoughts? No, I mean, cool, I think it's it sucks. The only thing I think that having the specter of Jacob Marley is pretty metal. I think it's a little more metal than if they had just done like the Ghost of Christmas Past. I think if they yeah. wanted to make it more like dark, they could have gone with Christmas Yet to Come and have like a Grim Reaper kind of spectery looking thing on there, as opposed to having Marley being the primary image. Given that of the specters, he probably has the least amount of story time. But I'm assuming it, it's Marley. I have no idea. Oh, it it would be. I, I would think because he has shackles, which is like the 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 shackles that Mar- Marley forged in life with his misdeeds. So that's why he has all those shackles and stuff. Anyways, Perfect. that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I think it's it's great. I think it's it. You know, it. You know exactly what what this is just by looking at it. Even with if it didn't say a Christmas Carol, you would probably have some idea of what this is supposed to be. Yeah, and. I think in this day and age, it's like kid growing up, you're going to be somehow exposed to it in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, let's see. So for the album, and this is you know, news to me, and I'm listening to it on Spotify. And the one thing I hate about this is they always like if an album is remastered in 2020, but it was released in 1983. They put it in 2020, you know, and don't say that it's remastered or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So for this one, I, I didn't know that I was listening to the extended version the whole time, which is 10 tracks versus nine tracks. And the 10 tracks actually has two different tracks versus the nine track has two instrumentals versus this one has just one. So all confused. But if you want to follow along, we're listening to the 2021 extended version of A Christmas Carol that has 10 tracks, starts with A Christmas Carol, ends with A Christmas Has Come, not A Majestic Christmas, which I think is a really cool uh, closing thing for your band. Get it? Majestica. A Majestic Christmas. Get Ah. it. You did it. Well, and I also will say it's going to be pretty sad that I don't have a lot of opportunities for any uh, puns. Uh, for you uh, this week, because this is good. If you title. if you were to able to pull this off, I would be quite impressed. Well, I'm saying no, you're not, because I have no way of doing it. Because every song title starts with "Ghost" or "Christmas," so you better figure it out. Well, the tradition now. Yes. Well, leading off, uh, we're gonna go with Michael Scott's uh, first girlfriend, "A Christmas Carol." <laughs> Thank you. 
first track, instrumental, A Christmas Carol, it's more like a prelude to what we're about to really jump into. Um, I, doing my research and trying to find as much as I could about this album, I'll just say now, this has probably some of the coolest composition because there are so many songs that they somehow rework and reimagine and incorporate into all of these songs. You know, you hear, you know, that portion of Oh, Come All Ye Faithful. Um, and it's just, it's building up, building up until it, you know, kicks in into the next uh, next song. You know, not my favorite, you know, of all time, but I think it's, I think a very good, just way to ease in, drop the needle and let it ride. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. I think as far as album openers, alone on this podcast alone we've heard better instrumental openers this feels very this feels like you're in line for a ride at bush gardens kind of sound to it yeah but at the same time i mean it, it it's the right type of atmospheric intro this is the kind of thing that would play in like a hallmark movie as they do like the fly over the streets of london so i mean i think it it's fine for what it is you can probably tell by my enthusiasm this won't rank super high but i mean it's it's fine like there's nothing wrong with it but it's just a you know it seems kind of a uh uh just easily made instrumental opener so yeah yeah gotcha all right uh well time to Open your little book. Time Ooh. for a Christmas story. Christmas story song opens, you know, after the basic two minutes of the instrumental Christmas Carol, 30 seconds into this track, you finally get like the kick in the doors of here comes Majestica, here comes their, you know, power metal, you know, rendition of this 
you know, timeless classic. And here Tommy Johansson's vocals come in. And it's funny, like he's singing as Scrooge, you know, fools all around me, the city's going under, stealing, begging, poverty, and plunder. It, it just, it's, wow, like he's that his own story. And then it's pretty much just like ripping uh, words straight from the story. And it definitely, like, if you know the story and follow along with this, it it's spot on, I think. And this is, it's really fun. I think it's a really great way to start the album because um, it really just shows, like, this was not your grandma's Christmas carol, mm-hmm. for sure. The overall musicianship in the song, top notch. Love it. Yeah, this is when somebody says, what's power metal? Just play them like 30 seconds from this song. And it encapsulates, you know, in terms of vocals and time, in terms of the musicality with the guitar tones and everything sound like this is such a just neatly wrapped with a little ribbon on top power metal song. Very much so. I agree in terms of, you know, the the context of the song. It, it's pretty much, you know, not word by word, but it, it's, it's it's the beginning verbatim. of Christmas. Yeah, it, it pretty much is, you know, the the. I like the, I guess the chorus kind of changes because they think my intentions are joyful and triumphant. Wealth and fortune has given me my comfort. I've paid the price of my success with pride and dignity. So just kind of his whole, like, hey, I worked for the shit. You don't get any of it. And there's a couple of components I really, really like. We didn't get to it, but the part of the song where he says, you came here thinking I am your salvation because they're dying. Then let them. That would decrease the population. And that's trying to figure out how you can put that line from a Christmas story or a Christmas carol where he says it would decrease the the surplus population kind of thing. So I do like that. There's, you know, very aware of what they're pulling all this context and content from, which is, which is always fun. So this is a fun album. I think it's, it's fun as a power metal song. It's good, right? Like it's not necessarily going to dethrone anything, but for a Christmas specific album, I mean, that's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, exactly. And I think like this one, you definitely have to take this with just a nugget of, is this going to, you know, beat, you know, a Camelot album? Probably not. Right. And that's fair. You have to give yourself, you know, we try not to give each other. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself and say, you know, well, you know, a Christmas Carol album, Jessica is going to be, you know, it's going to knock everyone out of the water. It's going to be, you know, you know, cream rises to the top kind of album. Cream rises to the top. (laughs) But, But it's, it's fun, it's good, it's quality, and I think way to start Absolutely. this album is perfect. So uh, yeah. let us just keep on moving. And I mean, Christmas is my favorite time of year, honestly. So let us you know live what? the glory of Christmas. I was, I was going to ask you that.
So take it away, buddy. I really like this song. Again, this is Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas story. And as I've mentioned, Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas movie. Mostly because it's Muppet Christmas Carol, but also because, again, it's my favorite story. So when I hear the song, I can just picture it's like the end of the workday. Him and Bob Cratchit have already had their out discussion about Bob Cratchit getting the day off for Christmas. And it's just Scrooge leaving for the night just being his humbuggy self and kind of walking through the cold streets of London. And he's seeing people, you know, singing and still praising the glory of Christmas and all this stuff. And he's just like, nah, I don't want any of this. I I don't care about any of this. The only thing that matters to me is my money. And he's just, you know, making, just making his way home and his kind of callous nature and arriving at his, his nice residence. So I think this song is really cool and kind of the rhythm of it. I can, it just you can kind of picture him like walking down the street, right? It kind of has like a bouncing rhythm of somebody like walking through the street, which is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, I like this song a lot. I think as far as immersion, I actually feel more immersed in this song than in a Christmas story. But I like this one a lot. I think it's cool. It's not super, super over the top or super complex, but it does a better job of bringing me in, if that makes sense. No, I 100% agree with you on that. I think it definitely it's because it's I think it tones back some of that power metal just heavy synth over the top like it just has that you know like almost like that just that two-step just like you're just walking down the street and it's like you're plodding along like the bass drum hits when each, each step you take kind of thing and like it's you know I, I like the the grandiose like big heavy like background you know back and forth call with the chorus um you know said um the singing to the world's like i would not be a part of your crowd you know i just i, I just i love that just real heavy or not just that big open chest you know heavy vocal that comes in like the call back and forth but yeah i mean this song is it's it's pretty fucking cool i, I think it, it's great yeah. and i definitely like too it's like we're as a concept album right like it definitely it's you're definitely really able to follow the story as it goes along. So pretty cool. Um, the, I just, you know, the only thing about it towards like, once it gets toward the end, like to the chorus, like it definitely gets a little more, you know, a lot of repetition to it, but overall, yeah, great, great song. I, yeah. I, I've enjoyed the fuck out of this song, so. which is funny. It has some of the least plays on the album, actually. Well, so this is, like a bonus track. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, get ready. The first specter is haunting over your shoulder. Where? The ghost. <laughs> the ghost of a moth.
What are your thoughts? So I think this song is pretty, pretty kick ass, especially the intro. I think it has a very killer uh, way that it comes in. I think the sound effect at the beginning is pretty dope of what seems to be like the chains and everything. So yeah, this song also really brings you in. It is a killer, killer track certified banger for me. Yeah. And for this one, Ghost of Marley. So yes, the intro is cool. Like it has like the like what the scraping chains. If it sounds like, mm-hmm. um, I you know after several several spins of the song, and then finally looking up the lyrics, like it's this is a really cool song. The way it is composed, where you have, I mean, it's Scrooge who is Tommy on vocals, and then someone else playing the part of Marley. Right, and they're just like talking back and forth, and I can just—I think this would be an awesome song to see played live. Oh, just, for sure. If it's just like you know the bass player or the other guitar player, and they're just like literally just going back and forth, like a almost like like a meatloaf thing, where they're like they're facing each other, like mic to mic. It would be pretty cool. And I don't know something about like the Marley, like kind of like that snarl, you know. Where he says, your future's a horror story written by your crime that you have to pay for the rest of your time. And I mean, this song, it's just, I definitely, I go back to it quite a lot. I can see why people do. This is the most popular song on the album by a pretty wide margin. This is a kick-ass song. This is one of yeah. the songs that even take away the narrative of this being, you know, specifically a Christmas album. I would pull this song out to listen to with other stuff. And there is a music video to this, and it's very Majestica in the sense that it's just it's goofy. You have Tommy dressed up as Scrooge and talking to Marley, and it's just it's he's got like you know the long blouse robe and the little night cap on, and it's just it's goofy and over the top. But I love oh, totally. it. Totally, so, it has to be. Well. Let us prepare ourselves for the next specter who will arrive at midnight. The ghost of Christmas past.
What a Christmas dick kicker. So I think this was the first song I actually had heard from that playlist from Garrett, which, I mean, if there has been more of a hook, line, and sinker than this song, there's <laughs> only a few. I think Deliver Me from Parkway Drive might be one. Loxy Turner by Metallica. Fuck you, Anthony. Um, but this song just... Okay, it starts out just it's a little more upbeat from Ghost of Marley, but just the like this is power metal through and through. It's composed so fucking well, um, and just the way that he's able to you know shape and tie the words together and. Not sounding like he's like having like, has this like jumbled marble, you know, mouthful of marbles. And, <clears throat> you know, my sister fan made my darkness cease, was left at school every Christmas evening. And then, you know, I really love uh, the second part where it's like, dance the morning, singing, cheering, Christmas time was always steering. And God, it's like, it just makes me just want to just like throw down and just like, Pump my fist. Like, it's just, it's such a fun, fun song. And just after the verse, when it goes into like the ghost of Christmas past, it's like, come and take my rope. We will fly away. It's like, <laughs> yes, fuck yes. Please take me with you. Like, it's just over the top, just straightforward. Like, Ah, oh, it's just so I just, fucking good, man. I just got this and, picture in my head of you in like an 1800s nightgown and the ghost yeah. of Christmas past. It's like, I'm going to take you back to your childhood. And you're like, fuck it. Hold on. And you throw on your BV over your nightgown <laughs> and you have your nightcap on too. And you and the ghost are just flying out the window and you're pounding a beer on the way out the window. <laughs> Does my nightcap have the little propeller on it too? Of course. Of course. I believe so. Yeah, as it should. As it should. Yes. I Yeah, this is... Uh, it was a fun ass song. I mean, it's it's their iteration of Hark the Herald Angel Sings, which they've done in a few of these tracks. They'll take like very popular Christmas songs and yes. power metalify them and then throw in their own little twist and stuff on it, which Thank in you. this that instance was... Yeah, in this instance it's perfect. Right? Like it it's it's perfect. Yeah, and I think there's like Joy to the World and There's a few. There's a couple of yeah, I, I was like, and that's what it was. Like I'm think I'm so thankful you said that it was yeah, Hark. The angels singing. I was like, I knew, like, I know this is a Christmas song in here somewhere, yep. but I don't know what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. So, I mean, this is, like, this is what I, I think TSO should be more of. You know, mm. I love Trans Siberian Orchestra, well, to an extent, but like, this is like them taking up like six notches to like, this is what Christmas metal should sound like. Yeah, and I. Like, I'm so kind of disappointed with the number of plays that this has in conjunction with the rest of some other songs. More so just because it backs up to Ghost of Marley, just like the just sheer drop-off. 1.2 million plays down to just under 400,000. It's like, what? This song is fucking awesome. We should have way more than Ghost of Marley, but this is... I just think the... Yeah, the composition on this is just 
It's a fun ass Christmas song. I would love to be sitting, hang out out in our Christmas pajamas, cracking some cold ones and blasting this bad boy. Like this is this is a very, for lack of better description, joyful and triumphant <laughs> tune. Big yes, fan. indeed. So, well, which also um, means that this song really, I think, embodies what the joy of Christmas can be. I guess that's a segue. I'll take it. (laughs) Another night working late for this cold, heartless man. They say his heart is filled with loneliness and filled with hate. All this time I wondered how it could have been If someone knew just what he need And took away his sight of greed Of all these years I spent on working for that stubborn man I realized that wealth and fortune can't bring you all can't imagine how his life now could have been If someone took his hand and said I'll be your friend If he only knew the feeling of coming home through those that you So constantly, I can't imagine how my life now would have been if no one had ever taken my hand and said, Forever, I'm your friend. If we only knew the Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, so I think the intro of this kind of gives you Hallmark movie vibes at first, but then it definitely kind of uplifts from there. I will say I really like this song a lot. I'm a little confused. Well, actually, no, I'm not confused at all. Never mind. That that line answers it. I was actually the first time I heard the song, I was trying to figure out if this is supposed to be from Bob Cratchit's point of view or Cousin Fred's point of view. But then I just realized it is Bob Cratchit's point of view because it says of all the years I've spent working for the stubborn man. So that answers that. Never mind. So my question was no longer there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's it's a good representation of, you know, the joy of Christmas with Bob Cratchit talking about spending time with his loving family. Although the cousin Fred thought also makes sense because he invites him to Christmas dinner. But whatever. Point is, this is this is a very nice, happy kind of the beauty of Christmas is being with loved ones. And I feel bad for somebody who doesn't have that kind of thing. So it's a it's a solid offering. I will say it is a bit of a come down from Ghost of Marley and Ghost of Christmas Past, but it's still a nice, nice middle tune for me. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, you know, it's the power ballad on the album, and it's you know, I'm kind of the same way when I first listened to it, I was like, what the fuck is Scrooge talking about? 
you know, I was like, oh, it's someone else. It's not Scrooge. But I'm also just imagining just like at this point in the, you know, epic, just seeing Scrooge just like screaming, flying overhead, you know, as the ghost of Christmas past is just like whipping him around. And you see like Bob Cratchit walking down the street, you know, hands in his pocket, kicking a can down the road, you know. And it's like another night of working late for this cold, heartless man. Fuck you, Scrooge. You know, it's a much happier image is in the Muppet Christmas Carol when Bob Cratchit <laughs> is skipping down the street with Tiny Tim on his shoulders. If that doesn't make your heart grow five sizes, I just don't know what will. So, I mean, overall, I mean, this is, it's not a skipper. I think it, again, it works well where it's placed. Um, it's, it is a breather. I think it, it's a big downturn from where I think, you know, just how fucking hype I am after Ghost of Christmas Past. But, Unless it's a very it's a very pretty song, uh, Tommy's vocals are killer on this. Like he sounds phenomenal, and it's it's a very well put together piece. Can't complain about it. So yeah. Well, let I us concur. jump to the twenty first century and visit the ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> So coming in to Ghost of Christmas Present, you know, it's got the build-up and the build-up, and finally the band kicks in, and it's like, okay, we're picking back up where Ghost of Christmas Past left off and brings us to the present. And here we have another you know, back and forth between Scrooge and now the second spirit, Ghost of Christmas Present. And, you know, I think it's um, it's it's funny, you know, when you're listening to it 
and then you start actually reading and follow along, you're like, wow, like lyrics are cool, but then you read it, you're like, oh, Scrooge is a dick. Oh yeah, he's a real shithead. You know, it's like, oh, look at the family. I see them now. That's the man I allowed to go home for Christmas Day, but only for one day. And you know, and then it's like the second part is like, oh, there's joy in this world for Tiny Tim, and it's the way Tommy says it, and it's like he seems to be stronger each day. And it's like, isn't Tiny Tim the kid with like the broken legs or something? I don't know. Tiny Tim has a um, illness. Yeah, Let's, like broken uh, legs or something like that. No, I don't think he was sick with broken legs. It, uh, he had like TB. He basically had like uh, rickets or tuberculosis. It was rickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't just have broken legs. My legs are broken, Dad. Take my strong legs. It's, uh, it just brings me back to the... Did you ever watch Archer? Yes. When the uh, the super of the building is going around collecting money for the Christmas bonus and Mallory Archer is just like... <laughs> Should I give you money or should I give you a potato, which would lead you with the, the Irish man's dilemma of dying of starvation or turning this into vodka? <laughs> and then the little kid comes up and he's like, Tiny Tim. And he's like, Will I get the medicine now, da? He's like, No, son, you're going to die. <laughs> Just every time that scene always gets me. Anyways, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, this is actually my favorite part of the song. Hold on. I don't know why, but that part just makes me laugh the whole time. You know, it's like, is it a dog? No. A horse? Nope. Lives in London? Yes. Is it an ass? Yes and no. Oh, wait, I know. It's your Uncle Scrooge. So in other iterations of it, to be a little bit more kid-friendly, they change what the animal is. So, for example, in the Muppet Christmas Carol, they don't ask, is it an ass? They ask, is it a cockroach? And then he's like, far worse. And then she's like, it's your Uncle Scrooge. Also, I don't I, I don't know why they did. They should have started the song with him like bellowing and laughing and being like, come in and know me better, man. And then the guitar should come in right after that. That would have been a perfect intro. What a missed opportunity. Well, let's go ahead and um, send Tommy an email saying, hey, jackass, um, fix this. Up. Yeah, I will. They can make a new special edition next year. Ah, the 2023 edition. 2023 Metal Oasis edited edition. Bingo. Correct. So, I mean, overall, I made mean, thoughts about this. I mean, oh, right, I the song itself. It. Yeah, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's a good step up from Joy of Christmas. Gets right back in there. I like the back and forth, and it's just it's 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 playful. Like it's a fun it fun song. What well, is a really good job of capturing, like the kind of the innocent spirit of the ghost of Christmas present, who's very much just living the now, man, and just like having fun and enjoying and just demonstrating. Like, was that, like, was that Kevin Strickland? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> living the now. So, oh, man, yeah, can I about... borrow a cigarette? Just let me bum a cig. Anywho, yeah, no, just enjoying 
Christmas Day for what it is and just being with loved ones and having a good time and not taking it super seriously, but also being like, hey, there's the son of your employee that you treat like garbage. He's dying. Anyways, let's go visit your cousin. So, you know, a lot of important lessons there, but it is much more fun loving and, and you know, kind of goofy. But I like it. I like it. Well, Orion, what would you like for this Christmas? I got everything I need right here. Right here. Right here. This Christmas. This Christmas. Tim. So this Christmas. Christmas. Pretty good. It's it's not too bad. I will say overall of the songs on the album, I, this is one that I kind of found myself tuning out of a little bit. Like this felt a little the song feels kind of prepackaged to me, if that makes sense. Like this is the one that feels the most like if you had a power metal shaped cookie cutter and you were to cut out a song, it would be this one. So, again, not to say it's a bad song, but it doesn't have the same level of immersion and gut punch for me as other songs in this album. So it's okay. It's still fun, but it doesn't doesn't grip me as much as some of the others for some reason. Uh, Yeah, I can I I can see where you're coming from on that. I mean, I like the song like this one. It just it's it's a plodling song. It goes right through like you're the story's moving on. Um, I mean, Scrooge is, you know, he's seen the two ghosts. And, you know, two of three have come my way. The last one with delay. No, this is real today. Maybe a dream, a lucid dream. You have to stay. You know, it's, you know, it's nothing bad, but I do. I like the chorus a lot on this. I mean, I just, I, 
whatever they're doing is that big, heavy, over the pop. I mean, over the top, just group gang chorus vocal. This Christmas, this Christmas, the ghosts start dancing and cheering. Your misdeeds, your misdeeds are paying off. Can't you see? It's Christmas time. It's here for you. It's Christmas time. Like it just, it sounds so good when they sing. Uh, when they, you know, sing it. Right, not me, but um, you know. But I, I definitely see it as a kind of cookie cutter. But you know, I wouldn't. Still wouldn't cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's not a bad song by any means, but you know, definitely uh, not the go-to, but not a skipper. So I think that's a big takeaway from this. Uh, I mean, overall, composition's great on this song as well, too. Tommy's vocals, again, sound great. Yeah, there's no song on this album that feels lazy or there's no moment where you're like, yeah, this doesn't really need to be here. It's just in comparison to some of the others for me, this one feels like it it plays way more within the goalposts than some of the others do in a in a not positive way for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and this one also is a bonus track. Essentially. It, yeah. Yeah, so that kind of makes sense. I think that also comes into it where it's you know, it, it was put in after the fact to kind of, you know, lengthen the story, but I could see why in the original release it wasn't included, you know. Wasn't so. included, yeah. Well, let us look into the future for the ghost of Christmas yet to come. You're the third. The ghost of Christmas yet to come. Speak to me. Tell me what is to happen to me. To Then show me, spirit. Show me what I must see. Look at this, is what I found when I went through his belongings. Like it's never used this clock that's made of gold. Oh, what a waste of a man. He was cruel indeed and selfish, and he died a lonely man, that's what I'm told. Who is this man that they talk about? The one that for them seems so cruel. Is he dead? I can see it. Ghost of Christmas to Come. This one is a very like eerie song. I think they do a really phenomenal job of playing it level up of 
you know, this is, you know, no one gives a shit about you when you're dead kind of song because of the piece, the piece of shit you were when you were around here. Um, no one likes you. No one wants you around here. And they're all like, good riddance. I really like the, like the whole like tonal shift in the song right after we, you know, t- turned it off and everything. But it, it just, this is a really, you know, this is a song that will take a lot to grow on someone. I don't think it, it hits you right away, but it's definitely got a lot of, you know, spend a lot more time with it and it'll really hook you in. I think it's it's, it's a really cool song. You know, I, I think probably one of the coolest things about this album thus far, I really like the, the playful back and forth where you're almost like you're watching a play or listening to a play, excuse me, you know, where you've got all the different, you know, actors and who have all the speaking parts. Like, it's just fun song. You know, can't really say anything negative about it. Like, I think it's a cool song. Um, Yeah, so I, I like this song. I think it's pretty cool. It feels very m- music theater. You know what I mean? Like, it ha- like this sounds like something that would be a stage show. Again, that's yes. because there's, there's multiple voices and, and it kind of jumps around and it's, it's super, super narrative. I... I'm torn on this song because for this type of album and for this type of experience, I think it's really damn cool. But is this a song I would just go back and listen to? Or if I was to play a couple of metal songs during the holidays, is this one I would necessarily go back to? And I don't know. I think if this is as part of the album, I think it's fantastic as a standalone song. This would be a hard one to go back to for me, if that makes sense. No, I agree. Like it's, I like how it's eerie, you know, yes. of a song, but you know, if I had to pick, you know, of the four, right, ghost, the four ghosts, who am I going to pick first? It ain't this one, right? Um, you know, it's like it's like the little kid. It's like you haven't come yet. Like I've got the ghost of Pat. I've got you know my dead guy, my dead friend. I've got the Christmas past, and I've got, you know, the guy that's right here with me today. You know, the little kid, ah, I don't need you just yet, you know. So this is, you know, I, I think it's a really good experiment. I do like, like you said, like it's, if this was a play, I could see this being right there front and center in a play and everyone just come on stage and, you know, all singing their different parts real quick. But overall, you know, not a song I would go to right away. But Yeah, for sure. So, that's what makes it tough, right? And I think that's something we kind of mentioned at the beginning of this album is you're playing within the parameters of this is a Christmas carol, right? This is this is a linear is narrative. Exactly. Yes. So with that in mind, for what it is, it's fantastic. But if I'm looking at it with my TMO goggles on of just reviewing a song, is this one I'm going to go back to? Probably not. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, pretty quick, but, you know, it's finally time. I cannot wait for the day to come. But finally, a Christmas has come. Hey, boy, can you tell me, what day is it today? Of course, dear sir. It's Christmas Day. The spirits have done it. Only one life, there's time to make things right. And 
so Ebenezer realized that it's not too late for this old man to change his cruel fate. He wandered the streets singing songs of cheer, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. has come what you know what what a great way to end the album the i think they may have should have gotten a an actual small child to say the part the second line well of course there sir it's christmas day it sounds like a grown man in like a little boy's voice because it is yeah like it's it's, it's (laughs) like you couldn't get like like there wasn't someone that a little boy running around you couldn't say hey say this line for me real quick you know but um but you have like this you know prologue into the song and then it kicks in and you got Scrooge come back I was greedy and cruel felt so alone nobody with me to call my own and I just love like the just oomph when he says so Merry Christmas to all and a Happy New Year like. I don't know, it's just like that just really sticks with me and kicks with me. Like I, I love that part. You know, it's just, it's very joyful and triumphant. And um, uh, yeah. So I mean, this one is it's just a great song. I think it's a perfect way to end the album. You know, for the linear story of it all. Like it's this. It you know, it's the end of the story. It puts the bow on it, wraps it up neat and tight, and. You know, it's Scrooge's redemption, and everyone's happy. You know, Tiny Tim's got his two new legs. So. Yeah, I think that uh, his, his little broken legs are fixed. No, it's 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 a great way. I definitely agree. It's a great way to end the album. But I think this song, it it, it it's similar in some ways to Ghosts of Christmas Past, but it has that very like upbeat, joyumph- joyful and triumphant, happy. It's Christmas. Let's do this thing kind of feel to it. And it's super, super fun. Kind of the antithesis of the last song, 
this is a song that I would say, hey, it's Christmas. Let's listen to some metal and throw this bad boy on. This is a this is a super fun song. This is a song I would go back to um, for multiple repeat plays. Obviously, this is very, very, very much just for Christmas. But as far as songs on this album and songs that kind of capture both trying to stay within a story, but also be super power metally and, and fun and kind of going against the grain a little bit. I think this is one of the songs that does a better job overall in the album. So yeah, it's a great way to end it. I think this is a very, very smart way to do this. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. That is a Christmas Carol. Um, there is a, instrumental track um a majestic christmas it's pretty much it's like the ending credits to the movie mm-hmm. you know it's it's fun it's what it is um but for what you know what we're doing i want to do the actual songs on this album that actually had more singing songs so well uh let's get to it man the best part of the episode time to rank these bad boys and Let's since do like a 20 pick, I'm going to go first. Okay. You go ahead and do what you need to do. All right. Ready? Yes. Nope. Yes. Yes. I Jesus am. Christ. It ain't it's hard. hard. It's hard. They all look the same. Every song name is almost identical. So I got to rank it when we listen to it. I did. But when I start to remove them from my list and add them, it just gets confusing. But we're good. I think we got it. All right. My number 10, Christmas Carol. Easy. Hot take. No, it's not. Number 10 is also a Christmas Carol for me. Uh, my number nine is the first track, A Christmas Story. Interesting. My number nine is This Christmas. This Christmas. Uh, my number eight is... This Christmas. Hmm. All right. My number eight is the joy of Christmas. <laughs> my number seven is the joy of Christmas. <laughs> this is going to be impossible for anyone listening to know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> my number. Oh, God. What number are we on? Seven. My number seven is the ghost of Christmas to come. Ghost of Christmas to come. I am looking at my list and I'm going cross-eyed because I feel like I'm just looking at the same song name over and over. <laughs> my, my number six is a ghost of Christmas to come. <laughs> uh, my number six is glory of Christmas. Glory of Christmas. Okay. Um, which my number five? Are you serious? <laughs> God. Oh shit. My number five is Glory of Christmas. This is ridiculous. Okay. My number five is a Christmas story. Number f- five for you is a Christmas story. Okay. Yeah. Um my number four is Ghost of Marley. Is that your number four? Yes. Oh, okay. My number four is Ghost of Christmas Present. Uh, 
My number three is a Christmas has come. Um, <clears throat> that's your number three. Yes, that's also my number three. It's Christmas has come. Okay. Uh, my number two is Ghost of Christmas Present. My number two is Ghost of Christmas Past. Ah, you fool! Because my number one is Ghost of Christmas Past. It was close for me, but my my top two are are definitely my favorite two songs of the album by a pretty decent margin. But my number one is Ghost of Marley. Uh, and Coast of Christmas Past was very, very close. That's very interesting. That's what someone else said. They really loved Ghost of Marley. That was their favorite, which I don't get. It's it. my favorite. That's my favorite song on the album. It brought it's me fine. in the most. It's, it's great. It's so good. But like, I just. Ghost of Christmas Past. Come and take my robe. I it's just... fantastic, too. They're both great. They're both 10 out of 10s for me. I have them both at 10 out of 10. But in terms of which one gave me more, like, oh, run it back. Goes with Marley did. But I think it's also because this is when the story really begins, right? Like as far as specters arriving and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's just super cool. I got you. I I get that. That's fine. That's, that's dumb, but that's fine. Um, You're dumb. Got it. All right. So this is probably the only time we've been this close in agreement. Um, both at Carol at 10. Really a Christmas story, 9 and 5. Glory of Christmas, 5, 6. Ghost of Marley, 4, 1. Ghost of Christmas Past, 1, 2. Joy of Christmas, 7, 8. Ghost of Christmas Present, 2, 4. This Christmas, 8, 9. Ghost of Christmas to Come, 6, 7. Christmas Has Come, 3, 3. Yeah, a lot of Christmas, a lot of ghosts. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of glory, ghosty Christmases. Mm. For anyone who's listening... As soon as we started ranking these, I'm sure you immediately forgot which one was which. But that's fine. And just and just tuned the fuck out. I think we like the. I think I would argue that we probably like the Christmas themed one the most. And for both of us, the one that was Christmas themed, we liked the least. Yes, I think that summarizes it pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, this is you know, final thoughts. A just fun. It's a fun power metal album. I think it it puts you know the Charles Dickens story into another medium that is easy to you know digest for someone that is big into music, not much into reading, doesn't give a shit about you know a Muppets Christmas or any of these movies that have been made. You know, you know if you're a metalhead like us, like this is an awesome fun thing to get into. Um, sure, and you know, it's some of the, oh, and maybe I should actually go back and watch it or read it or something. Just, you know, if it's, if it gets you exposed to something and you like it in one media, maybe you like it in another. Yeah. Um, I think true. that, you know, everything about this album, I mean, the lyrics, the vocals, the composition, the fact that they bring in all these timeless Christmas classic songs, uh, Hark the Angels, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, Jingle Bells. Um, what else we got? You think of any? I can't think of any other ones. Anyway, but they they bring in these classic songs and they, you know, rework them, recompose them, and and just you know take it up to another level and make them metal and 
there are a lot there's it's a lot of fun and it's it's just such cool like like something like this it's so actually fairly new in the world and it's only two years old and i just would love i you know I'd, I'd like to see more what they can do with other concepts like i said the the 1912 album from majestica right was all about the titanic like it's a concept about about titanic from construction to sinking so pretty pretty cool stuff so i mean then they're good guys. I mean, I mean, Tommy is a phenomenal guitar player, excellent vocalist, and definitely check out more of Sabaton and Majestica for sure. Yeah, not they're they're a fantastic power metal album. You know, they have the the right chops for it. It's, they sound good. It's fun. It's fun for a concept album. You kind of know what you're getting into when you you know fire this puppy up, but it's 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 good. I'm a fan. I'm glad we did this one. Hell yes. Well, that is A Christmas Carol by Majestica. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this. Definitely check it out if you have the time or give a shit. You know, anyway, I don't care. Just do it. It's fun. So. I'm trying. We can't find anything. Seriously, what is all this shit? I mean, what are you even looking for? Madonna, Blondie, Bowie, Beatles, music. We need music. This is music. Being that this is our Christmas episode, Orion and I have, you know, for our This Is Music joint forces yet again, but something for a little more lengthy of a uh, This Is Music. We're going to give you our a little playlist for your heavy metal Christmas. Um, and we'll play a few songs if you want to. Orion, what you got for us? So, you know, I don't think this is all encompassing, but I wanted to, to cherry pick a few from a few different type of offerings here. So first one I've got is August Burns Red, Carol of the Bells. That all would right, be my let's... first one. Good stuff. Good stuff. So good. My next one is, and thanks also to Garrett for his fantastic playlist. This is one that we both agree on. Christopher Lee, as in fucking Dracula and Lord Saruman himself, not Lord Saruman, but Saruman the Wise himself, Little Drummer Boy by Christopher Lee. Tyler Orion's pick. It is a hundred. Yeah, because it's fantastic. Anyways, that's not the word I would pick. But you're a fool. The next one, our playlist. So yeah, yes, that's your pick. I think the next few will be a little more up your alley. The next one will be you think so? Dio and Tony Iommi. God rest ye merry gentlemen. 
sound like fucking tenacious d because dio was in the tenacious d movie at the beginning and also dio has like the most quintessential metal voice i was gonna say if you say anything negative about dio i'm driving over and shaving your head (laughs) all right what else you got next making a reappearance we got rab rob halford from judas priest with we three kings It's it's excellent. It's fantastic. That actually sounded actually really good. Yeah, um, you're, you would like that. So then, uh, kicking it back right back to the email, we're going to go with Psycho Stick Noel. <laughs> It's so good. I was so happy that he brought that up in the email because it's it's so good. That's uh, that's probably my favorite of my picks. Honestly, it's it's oh it's... that is like I knew it was System of a Down, but I just not make the connection that would be just like System of a Down for that song. It's it's so it's so good. You need to you need to listen to the whole thing later. Anything else for us, buddy? And then, lastly, we are going with R.I.P. We're going with Lemmy. Run, Rudolph, run. So those are my picks. Perfect. So, you know, for me, I don't have it as many picks, but I definitely have a little more uh, actual songs. I don't fucking know. Um, for me, so actually, 
to continue from, you know, our pick of the week with Majestica. We're actually going to listen to, uh, I, I got Christmas Truce from Sabaton. It is an actual, it's the, it's a song about the actual truce that occurred on Christmas Eve during World War One between the Allies and the Central Powers. So, pretty cool. I love his vocals on this song. Yeah, like it's just he's got that just I feel like I'm getting yelled at by like a German general the entire time I listen to Anytime Sabaton. Um, So my next pick is actually from and I actually got this album back in high school. It was you know, I was still like in my hair metal days and phase but (laughs) it's actually um Heavy Metal Christmas, The Twelve Days of Christmas by Twisted Sister. Fuck yeah. 2006, A Twisted Christmas. Uh, It's... Classic. It's it's just a ridiculous, ridiculous song. But I remember riding my car around Christmas time and just playing this album on repeat for no fucking reason. Just because I thought it was funny as shit. It's a fantastic um, song. My next pick is going to be um, from a little diddly from one of my favorite bands. Kiss uh, from actually Bruce Kulick. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas, a Merry Metal Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year.
hundred percent. Yes. 10 out of 10. Um, so, and then I also have, this is a song I actually found last year, which is just fun. It's going to lead us into the new year for kind of what we're going to venture into for songs. Uh, this one's called This Holiday by Dragged Under. Definitely got some pop punk feel to it, and I fucking love it. I mean, you could really stick it to your stepdad with that one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're not my real dad. <laughs> uh, so I've got two more songs. Uh, this one is just the 10 out of 10 go to the OGs. TSO? Of Christmas Metal. You know what it is. to be Christmas Eve in Sarajevo. play this song like 50 times a year yeah so that is i mean that's you know my my metal but little bonus superlative track no christmas is ever ever going to be complete without this song hitting your playlist if you play mariah carey right now nope even better Best Christmas song ever written. Last Christmas by Wham. The man died on Christmas Eve. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. 
You know what this would be playing? This would be playing in a montage of both of us with our significant others each out shopping for Christmas. And we both have our BVs on and we just spot each other from across the mall. We give each other a sad look as we're ushered along to our respected shopping destinations. That's what I picture. And like later on, we're like licking an ice cream cone and spot each other across the mall cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool I've been lick. <laughs> and then there's also like <laughs> we're leaving the Ghirardelli chocolate shop and I look up and it's you, you know, on the second floor. And you look down at me, and you just give me like a wink of like, I miss you. And I've got like 10 bags in my hands. And you're like, let's get hot chocolate. I just, I like motion, check your phone. (laughs) Meet me in the back for some hot chockies. (laughs) Do you remember when shopping in person was like primarily the thing? I did a little bit of that today. And I forgot how much... I hate it, but also sort of miss it. I'll be doing a lot of that tomorrow. Now I've done most of my shopping today, but I, I'm a I'm an in person shopper, man. I've got it's a... definitely more. I don't know. There is something to it, but the convenience of shopping online is kind of changed. The convenience that a bit. is great, and fuck all the traffic. But it's just nice to look in your car. It's like okay, these are my presents. Check, check. check. It's yep. all done. Yeah, get home. Start wrapping that shit. So. Mm-hmm. But that was our Christmas episode here on the Metal Oasis. Thank you, everybody, that has been tuning in week after week, month after month, giving us you know you know a lot of support and feedback on our episodes. Um, and please continue to follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, the Metal Oasis, on Twitter at the Metal Oasis, and the best way to contact us is through our email, themetaloasis at gmail dot com. Again, that's the metal oasis at gmail.com. Thank you to everybody that has, you know, submitted feedback to us over these past couple months. It's been greatly appreciated and we definitely thoroughly enjoy reading all the feedback and especially knowing that, you know, six months ago, you know, just two random guys talking about music and here we are six months ahead and we're doing this podcast and to be able to connect the people across the country and across the globe. It's just, it's pretty cool that people give a shit about what we have to say and enjoy it and, you know, definitely enjoy your you know, the, the feedback and suggestions on music to listen to because we will be doing that in 2023 and we got a lot of big plans and a lot of fun stuff, you know, hopefully that we can do more albums to, to venture down this metal journey and keep digging through the past and digging up albums that we think are great and putting them under the microscope and seeing if they truly are great uh, you know, I think we've only had one so far this year with Nightwish's album. You know, I thought it was great, but here we are. It really wasn't. But, you know, good songs I liked, but everyone else hated it. But anyway, um, yeah, so again, thank you to everybody. You know, continue to like and share what we have to do. Follow us on pretty much anywhere you're streaming and listening to. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, uh, Pandora, Stitcher, you know, wherever you're streaming, we're there pretty much. Uh, maybe YouTube down the road, but we'll see. But for the most part, you know, it's all streaming services right now. So, again, thank you, everybody, that's been listening to us. Continue to do so. Let us know what you think. And 
that's pretty much it. So I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Orion, with that note, buddy, I will catch you on the flip side. Sounds good, buddy. Happy Holidays, everyone. I will see you at the mall at the top of the escalator, Adam. I'll be waiting.